0: Two, the other out of timeouts.
1: Down by two. One, two, three left. Down two. Gets a shot off.
2: Down by two. Well, would you looky here? Another episode of the Down by Two podcast. Brought to you by who? Brought to you by Cryer Media. Visit Cryer.co for all things DB2 and sports-related content. And by our homies over at Indestructible. Visit Indestructible online and use promo code BY 2 all one word, lowercase for 15% off your next order. And by these guys over here, Yup Beer. Visit yupbeer.com to find a location near you. Bing. There it is. There it is uh now available in the beer store uh beer stores across Ontario So here we go We're just gonna have a little sippy poop. make sure
1: it doesn't explode on you I just had a little bit of an accident over here at the HQ just went all over my feet also I forgot to get you that updated uh indestructible logo my bad
2: uh, <laughs> all good buddy uh, all good
1: how yeah. was that that was that was more than I yep. was expecting uh, it was
2: uh yeah you know what <laughs> fuck it why not yeah, uh, it's just Thursday. a little, a little post uh, gym beer chug, right? You know, because oh, yeah, you got to work a for your, You got a reward. You got to work for your treats. You know, um, man, bro, tell me, is this ever like? Do you notice this at the gym? Like, I just got back. If you can't tell, I'm fucking swole. Yo, um, rip. <laughs> don't test me, bro. Uh, but I'm sitting here at the gym, and I'm looking around to every fucking dude, bro, that is on a machine. And they are all, like, I, I literally, I, I looked around, saw, like, 10 dudes just sitting there scrolling through TikTok and not using the machines. Mm-hmm. Is that just, like, everywhere, or am I just, like, fucking yep. shitty London gyms?
1: No, I'd say that's, like, uh you know, 75, 80% of your gym time is just on the phone. And, <laughs> and you're, like, you're, like, actually there to to exercise and you're just like okay like, like I'm good get... can i use the machine and they're like, like I, I literally was one just... more set brah
2: i and was just, just like... sitting there fuming watching this like i like this guy didn't even do a set he's just scrolling through tiktok and i'm i'm buzzed at this point like i'm just like i was gonna walk up to him and say like you're Man. a peasant there was there's so many other seats like they like oh, the machine over there looks really fucking comfy why don't you just go over there like here i am trying to get swole and do steroids and you're taking up the machine <laughs> that i need right so yeah at least, at least get me with the with the injection <laughs> yeah. on your way out like, oh man our boy gil would be so disappointed with us um <laughs> well i mean
1: yeah he's all, he's all natty bro yeah he's all he's natty
2: pure natty uh man but we, we we digress. Um man, big week for us here on the pad. Um big week for us uh, just when it comes to the show in general, um because now we actually just got our brand new media passes to go cover, drum roll please. Da, 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 da. The Toronto Argonauts. That's right. We have coverage now for the CFL and your boys are going to be live at the game this Sunday uh down over at BMO Field where the uh the Toronto Argonauts are facing the Ottawa Redblacks. Um man, you know, one thing after another. We uh we we're, we're making moves here. Uh we got the media passes. Uh we're we're going to have all the all the coverage live for you there. Um man, fucking stoked. Have you man. been to an Argos game What's before? What's next? What's um, next?
1: No, I haven't. Now it's going to be Baltimore? a whole <laughs> It's <laughs> going to be a whole new experience for me just like the Indy was. It's uh it's a lot of fun is, you know, mm-hmm. all, all right. these, uh, new experiences and it's, uh, I'm not just a fan, I'm a fan yeah. and, uh, working, know, working for fun.
2: We're, we're working. Yeah. Um, man, like it's, have you been to BMO field no. before? No. no, not at all. Dude, it's nice, man. It is, yeah. it is, it is sweet. Um, it's, well, you got to think
1: like the, the main sports there, obviously, uh, yeah. football and like, I mean, some people Ooh. would call also call it football, but soccer, um, <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry. Not uh not my first choice of sports naturally so I just haven't been to a game I always wanted to go to uh a TFC game. Yo, TFC and an Argos riot, game. man. But yeah. uh
2: yeah, no, this is going to be sick, man. I'm pumped. This is this is going to be great. We got some great coverage going down here. Um uh we also are going to be covering it with uh with our guests that we have on the show. Uh just not going to say who, but it's someone from the network. So we're going to be able to chop it up there as well. Um it, it's it's another incredible opportunity that we get here uh working with Crier Media, so shout out to Crier as well for hooking this up um but yeah i mean it it, it's not the best matchup um and we'll be able to get into it as you know the the first place argos are facing the last place red blacks in uh the east so um you know what it's it's gonna be great we're looking forward to getting some good player interviews we're gonna be doing a couple bats we're gonna be doing the same sort of thing the behind the scenes look um and if you were following on any of our coverage that we did for the honda Indy, uh look for about the same uh we're, we're ready to bring it to you and 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 more i mean looking forward to the rest of the CFL season. I mean, we're going into week 10 here, um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll be poised as well to go do some coverage down over a great cup in the hammer. Where we'll be in the heart of the hammer um, for great cup. Hopefully, hopefully yeah, if everything that, plays. That's into, so that's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. So we're starting here, move our way down. Maybe, maybe do another game to cover uh, maybe October ish, something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean all around just uh, another great opportunity that we have to be able uh to go uh dipper toes into a new league and actually be there and um and and give you all the live coverage. So um Yeah, the fellows are doing stuff. Doing the fellows stuff are doing here. stuff. Yeah. And you know, it's that's just what it is. Um so without further ado, why don't we just kick it over to our interview uh with um with our boy from Cryer Media. Uh if you don't believe me, just watch. All right? There it is. See, I told you we had a special guest, right? Good things come to those who wait. And uh, very excited to have this dude on the show as well. We've had the chance to work with him in the past couple of weeks as well. Uh, And very, very stoked to bring him on in the show. Uh, Host of the YWC Football Talk podcast uh, and Cryer Media's own Griff. Griff, my man, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for jumping on. And uh, uh, yeah, just an absolute pleasure and really excited for uh, the week to come here.
3: When you give me a great intro like that, plus when I've got NFL preseason on the TV, soon to be CFL regular season, it's funny. a win-win-win. Plus, yeah. you said too, there's a couple, there's a couple beverages flowing as well. So it's oh, just funny. the best of multiple worlds right now.
2: That's how we roll, <laughs> man. A couple wobbly pops and some and some sports props and you know sports on the tube as well. Everything's uh, everything's flowing, um, man. Yeah, again, very stoked to have you on the show here. Um, and I, I, I want to dig in a little bit as well uh about about your background um yep. obviously we both kind of came from different directions and um uh you know ended up in the same sort of spot here working with crier media having the opportunity to do uh live coverage at different events and different um uh different sporting events uh, if you may so how did you get your start where did things kind of start off for you and uh eventually end up with crier
3: so the start was the podcast you mentioned, YWC Football Talk. Um, a lot of people ask me, too, where does the dub what, that, the first part come from? And it stands for YouTube Wrestling Community, because on top of being a huge football fan, i am also been a really big wrestling fan since I was a kid. So it's kind of like combined the best of both worlds when I was looking for a name. And because around 2019, I would always listen to like football pods at work or in the car, you know, before remote work was a thing. And I would always debate myself on what they were talking about. And eventually, I was like, you know what, let's just... Let's let's put this on the internet for fun and see where it goes. And episode number two thirty seven or two thirty eight just dropped earlier today. Oh so God. it's congratulations, way. man! Thank you. Holy, yeah, that's and quite then, the accomplishment. Yeah, I made I made more friends on like I made more friends that I talk to on there that I have never met in real life than people who I went to high school with or who I'm actively friends with that I see and talk with more often. And then from there, look, COVID happened, and then I started. Uh, as we all did, guiltingly downloaded TikTok to kill time when we had nothing to do. Started posting on there and then eventually I waited until 21 to post on Instagram because I was always one of those people where I wasn't sure. You you know, you always want validation from others. You don't know what other people are going to think of you. Eventually, I ripped that bandaid off. Um, I don't know if you guys love cursing or not, so I said F it. Just went for it. No, fuck it. Say whatever the fuck
2: you want. (laughs) So I said, said, fuck it, I'm going to
3: post it and then people... And then like people like friends and family all were like, oh, this is hilarious when it started with like some dances, the Freaky Friday thing that started in 2022, where every Friday it's the same audio, a little Dickie and Chris Brown. Yeah, and then yeah. eventually it caught Dean Bondell's attention because a guy named Ray, who used to work for Cryer, put it to Dean, got me in touch with Dean. I put a vision out. We started doing that. And then about two and a half months ago, I actually lost my real full-time job. Week later, Chris emails me, hey, do you want to work with the Canadian Open? Absolutely. Sure worked the Canadian Open, one of the greatest four days of my life. Then the following week, boom, I got put on the Argos beat. So I now cover the Toronto Argonauts for Cryer Media, which we'll get into in a little bit later with the two of you. Of course. And then we worked the Indy. Um, I've gotten to go to Argos practice. And this past weekend, I was a mix of a fan and a media member at WWE SummerSlam. So I've gotten to experience That's the right. Ford Field press box, which is quite, quite the space. And also, too, they have good food as well. So it's a win-win. I've... Basically worked every home game so far for Toronto, except Halifax for obvious reasons. And then
2: mm-hmm.
3: Sunday's their first home game in six and a half weeks.
2: So you're, so we're amped to be able to, to be able to go and do that, man. That's yeah. That's, that's it. That's quite the background, man. man. It's, so, it's and
1: crazy, where it goes. Like it's crazy how similar stuff. our paths are as well. Like yeah. you were, you were describing all of that and it's, it's almost identical to, how we got with Cryo Media as well
3: because even the podcast originally came from just a like an idea to do with friends and eventually i just said hey if it leads somewhere great if it doesn't lead somewhere it is what it is yeah. i like like chewing the shit with friends for fun and then i always said by the end my be able to get a brand deal by the end of this year like you know hey get use code griff if you want to get 20% off manscaped or whatever, or yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the goal.
3: But the crier one's almost better in the sense of, I tweeted this at the beginning of July at the last Argos home game that three and a half years ago, I started a football podcast for fun. Now I cover a football team.
2: Yeah. So it's kind
3: of like where it's just these worlds come together and it's an unbelievable story,
2: you know, and that's just the dream and Jesse and I were just talking about that too, where it's just like when we first started, this show in the middle of covid and we're just like let's just talk sports and have fun with it and and you know see where it goes and then five episodes in we ended up landing jack armstrong on the show so it's just like from there it, you really you you sort of surprise yourself at moments where it's just like oh shit like if we can accomplish that then what more can we push for and then we can set goals e- every year to try and you know get to certain list uh the viewership or listeners um and then you know, eventually get picked up by a network. And it's funny because when uh, I first talked with Chris, they you no, know, because because of my background in, in stand-up and doing doing comedy and touring with yucks, they wanted me to come up and just write like comedic blogs and you know have our podcast on for that. And I'm like, I mean, I I can, but really what we're focused on here is our sports pod. And then he's just like, Oh, well, you gotta go talk to Ray then. And then that's when Ray brought things in and and uh just made everything kind of happen from there and it's uh you know honestly just working with uh you know the dean lundell network which is now crier media it's uh really just catapulted things forward and given us amazing opportunities like when we had the ch- uh, chance to go down and work the honda indy and just like that that backstage um you know, access that we had and being able to work together as a team and then yes. just being there in the media room too like dude like this shit is bananas and the coverage and the work that you did down there like Fucking primo, dude. Like, hats off to you. You you really killed it there, so... Um, yeah, a lot of great, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun events that are coming up too. Um, you know, hopefully we're saying, hopefully we might be able to go cover the, uh, the great cup as well. Um, next year I'll be doing the Canadian open with you. I was actually supposed to do it with you this year. Uh, but you know, different things happened and, uh, I, I had to step away for a sec there, but yeah, uh, with that being said, I mean, like really, really excited and, uh, anything else on the docket for you, uh, right now that, that we can look forward to, uh, catching you on, um, in the next couple weeks, months, what have you. So my football podcast, it's been cut, cut, I always do
3: this where I go pretty much up until where the schedule comes out. Then I go quiet for about a couple of months where episodes will sporadically come out because for one, you need a break from podcasting for as much as I love doing it and love doing stuff like this. You mm-hmm. need that time just to mentally reset and refocus because I know a oh, lot yeah. of people out there say you got to grind 52 weeks a year. You can do that if you want, but at the same time too, if I was getting paid to grind it out like that, absolutely. That's a thing. But then the fact that it's a hobby, you don't want to, ruin the hobby fun for you yeah um, of course yeah so then that, well, that's starting to heat up um i've talked to you about this in the past and i've always spitballed about this but um this year for nfl season i plan and nhl season i plan on doing props that i'm going to be following along all week long i say those two yes specifically because those are my two favorites i've already got one that if you follow me on twitter yesterday i tweeted out the i really like the odds on a certain player to win mvp this year so i think that's where my money's headed but um I don't want to give it away because I'll, I'll announce them probably towards probably closer to the start of the season. But I like I got the way that it smells.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um I go. got the go.
3: the Argo's coming up. I may I actually today applied for CNE credentials as well, just to you know go in there because I just figured why not? That's a thing. Why not? Yeah. You can't, because it's my favorite thing to say: you cannot hit home run unless you swing the bat. You gotta swing the bat because you may strike out but at the same time, too, you may hit home run. Uh, I'm probably going to be doing Great Cup. I already spoke to their communications people yeah. about that, so I'm like more than positive I will be at Tim Hortons Field in November as well. Which, yeah, very interesting place to be. I'll be back there on Labor Day as well for the Argonauts Tie Cats Labor Day Classic. Um, yeah,
2: amazing. And
3: besides that, it's just pretty much Argos from here on out. And then one hockey season comes around, I'll be doing some stuff with that. And then probably even get into basketball as well. Hopefully Raptors, but at the same time, too, I already told Chris, I'll do stuff like the Toronto Marlies, like the Raptors 905, or even doing like, as I know Josh, you live, in a very hot uh, OHL community, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll go cover the OHL. I'll go to like Mississauga, I'll go to Guelph, maybe even get out to London and do a game here or
2: there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's something that's definitely on our docket too, to be able, I mean, like I'm already going to all the home games anyway. So it's like, it, it's a 10 minute walk away, uh, but it would be great to actually go there and work as opposed to, uh, you know, just drink 12 beers. Um, so that's-
3: um, <laughs> Cheapest concessions, by the way, in all of Ontario. I went to a concert there about four years ago, Bud Gardens. Cheapest oh, positions yeah. I've ever seen at
2: a venue. Uh, it also is pretty cheap for us when uh, knowing the, uh, the 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 liquor uh, provider there, too. So shout out, Ooh. Chris Arnold. Thank you for the tab. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. Let's talk about this week. Let's talk about our marquee matchup. Let's talk about the game that we are going to cover mm. uh, with our media credentials going down to BMO Field. Uh, going into week 10 here, the Toronto Argonauts versus the Ottawa Red Blacks. We got the first in the East against... The worst in the East. Uh, Toronto Argo sitting at six and one, mm-hmm. Red Black sitting at three and five. Look, let's talk storylines here. What are we looking for when it comes to this game? Is it going to be a blowout it, 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 with the spreads? You know, some books that are, that are having it at minus 10 and a half in the Argo's favor. It definitely leans more towards a, a bit of a blowout here. Uh, what are we looking for when it comes to Chad Kelly, Andrew Harris, and the rest of them? Um, is it going to be much mm-hmm. of a competition?
3: So Chad Kelly was questionable because he hurt himself against Calgary last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Dinwiddie today did confirm that uh, he is going to be playing Sunday night because yeah. they do have a bye week next week as well. Um, yeah. My big storyline is I predicted them. I put them at minus seven and a half because I write, I started this late. Week seven was my first ever crier blog about mm-hmm. like CFL betting. Because I was like, you know what? Now that I gotten to know more about the league, I feel like I can catch on the trends. Last mm-hmm. week I did sniff out the trap game just because – there was multiple storylines. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, where they took their first L. Yeah,
3: Argos were six and and0 They struggle in Calgary for some reason. A lot of the guys are from there. Plus, coach didn't when he came from Calgary. And on top of that, the Stampeders hadn't won at home all year long. So a lot of people think so oh, Toronto can go in there, but then it's like that thing where you, it's you. You just have to think logically about it. And you know, hey, they're due. They're they're due for a win. So Calgary got the win. Toronto's suffering their first loss of the year. My big storyline is how does the defense bounce back because. I know the offense got seven points, but the defense allowed 21. And this has been a defense that's been very tame throughout the season, especially mm-hmm. in recent weeks against um, Hamilton. They only allowed, I think it was, uh, I think it was like uh, 15 or 16 points. Yeah. Saskatchewan, yeah. they only allowed um, like 11 or 12, I think it was. And then BC, yeah. they had a six interception game against Vernon Adams, a very hot BC team at the time. But that's my big storyline. And also, too, because That and with Ottawa side, Darren Crum, the quarterback wonder who had a few good games. Hamilton wrote the playbook on how to stop him. He hasn't looked that good. So I want to see what kind of defense Toronto plays more than the offense because I trust the offense like I trust the receivers. Um, well, they're
2: the best-ranked offense in in the league it. right now, so it's yeah we we know that we can trust that for, for uh, there to be some offensive fireworks. Yeah, but when it comes to defense, I mean, the, the Argos are fourth and uh, and the Red Blacks are are, are ranked fifth uh, defense, uh, which is they're both just above league average there. So, um, do you see this being more offensive on both sides, or do you see that maybe you know being a, a, a grinded out sort of game here that we're looking at?
3: Um, I don't want to say grind it out, but I can see at least each team putting up 20. I think that's what's going to happen. I th- I don't think it's going to be like a 45 to 41-esque like blowout. I think we're going to see like a 28 to 21 kind of game or even like a 30 to 21, something like that, like that 7 to 9 point range. I can see it being close to the first little bit, but then Toronto finds the gas and just doesn't look back. I can see that very well happening. But mm-hmm. at the same time, too, Ottawa's defense has been holding teams to pretty good standards. Like even the game against Hamilton – that was a very low-scoring game. Last week when they played um, mm-hmm. When they played Saskatchewan, they had to fight tooth and nail and coaching ended up costing them on a very late field goal. Um, yeah. A game, I might add, that who is the guy who goes to Michigan and bets on the CFL at the sports book but me.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you're getting that in right before you drive over the border just, so, yeah. just for the uh, location thing that they oh. got going on and they oh. can't actually place it in Detroit?
3: I went to the actual casino downtown Detroit. Went to the Barstool Sportsbook at the Greentown oh. Casino. Oh. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> That's, gangster, dude, I love you're it. a true fucking <laughs> degenerate, just like us. <laughs> I, I fucking it. love it. <laughs> yeah, so
3: and then even because my friends were like, "Oh, you don't have the apps," and I was basically explaining to them how it's like, no, like literally, if I was on that side of the river, the apps would be working, no problem. The fact I'm on this side of the river, I'm SOL. I gotta go to it. I also had baseball, but I got a little greedy on my bet, and then I ended up costing yeah, someone yeah. two for three there. But the parlay last week was. My, uh, Montreal beat Hamilton because I knew that was easy money with uh, Mitchell re himself and then uh, Saskatchewan who was an underdog actually against Ottawa last week too so that's the thing that really intrigued me um, one of the point I want to make just with Saskatchewan quickly, mm-hmm. if you're an over person, bet that over tomorrow night, I don't know who's going to win but Saskatchewan, Montreal, I think it's sitting at like 45 or 46 right now, just take it, both teams can put up offense.
2: There's a freebie right there for you. Um, it's a, it's a Friday freebie Friday freebie. Look at that. Wow. I mean, like we never like to say free money or use the L word, but uh, I mean, I, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to throw a sprinkle, sprinkle a couple bucks on that. And just to note, like when it comes to it being more of a high scoring game, I mean, the, the Argos are averaging 32 points a game. And, That's it. Um, and the Red Blacks are averaging 22. So without further ado, why don't we get into a couple of our picks here and break it down for our listeners and, and viewers here. Uh, and it's DB2Bets, uh, brought to you by Betstamp. Make sure you download the Betstamp app and follow along with all of our picks to make sure that we're uh, keeping tabs on our receipts. Uh, yes. We actually went we went two for three last week. Uh, no thanks to me and my fucking horrible take on the Blue Jays. Uh, they actually took care of business there in Boston, which I'm happy about. I'm glad. Hey,
1: yeah. That's that's one of those ones where you lose and you're like, okay, it's not. You're the hedging. Worst thing in you're the world. hedging
2: your bets with uh, yeah. You're hedging your heart and your mind. Uh, so there, there you go. Uh, but we're gonna bring in our first, uh, our first pick here. We got a couple uh, for you, and uh, we're actually gonna start off with the Argos at minus four and a half. The best bets or the best odds are found on BetMGM, and this is this is key. This is why you use the Betstamp app is because. Ben MGM had it at minus four and a half other books had it at minus seven and a half, but the majority of them have it at minus 10 and a half. So that's 10 point spread that like it could be, they could win by 10 and then, and then that point five absolutely screws you. Uh, and then, so you could have, you know, obviously gone in the favor of the red blacks to go plus 10 and a half, but that's like the one of the, that would be a horrible beat. So being able to go on the Stamp app, we found that the best odds were at minus four and a half on BetMGM. This is your difference. huge difference. Huge. Griff, this is your pick. Uh, tell us why we're, we're doing this here.
3: Okay, so we're doing – like, I personally, my blog for Cryer this week, I wrote seven and a half because that ten and a half, that's way too risky for me. I feel like they can win by it, but at the same time, too, you're holding on by a thread. I trust them to win by a touchdown, but if you want to take it safe – You go to the four and a half because, look, you know that this isn't going to probably be a field goal game. You know that the Argonaut defense is going to come alive. Look, they have one of the more, in my opinion, underrated secondaries in the CFL. You got guys Mm -hmm. like Roy Smeci back there. You got Robinson Daniel, guys like Jamal Mm -hmm. Peters, uh, guys who a certain person on this podcast has spoken to all three of them. Um, (laughs) But, um, cheap plug, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely, dude. I mean some
2: of the some of the coverage that you have is is incredible and and we're we're excited to be able to witness some of that. So
3: and even still, like you have like Winton McManus anchoring the linebacker line,
2: uh the offensive line starting to get healthy,
3: uh linebacking core starting to get healthier as well. Um, so there's just they're getting healthy at the right time. And like we were saying earlier, too, with the over, this is a team that allowed a lot of points last week and didn't score any points this week. So like I said. And even in the event of Chad Kelly being hurt, I do trust Cameron Dukes to come in. He's come in in QB sneak situations before, but I've seen him in practice throw it. So if worst case scenario, Chad gets banged up again, I do trust Dukes to come in and help get the job done. And like I said too, Crum was the Cinderella story. He had two good games against Calgary and against against, uh, Winnipeg. But um, Mm. I just don't, I think his time's kind of up where they realize, hey, if we stop him from running, we will beat him. So I like, and like I said too, the Argos—they call it clubbed up when they get a win, and I hope that Sunday—I even, I'm not even saying hope—I think you guys are going to experience clubbed up on Sunday night.
2: That would be great. I mean, look uh, for for me, and this is something that I want to ask you here: is that you know I, I'm doing a bit of research here on the Red Blacks. What do you think we're going to see more of? Are we going to be ex- uh, exploiting their their uh, their their run defense uh, when it comes to Andrew Harris? or Are we going to put it in the air a little bit more for uh, for guys like Gittens?
3: I think you're going to see guys like Gittins get, get uh, The other one, too, is Dijon Brissett. He's a guy. Yeah. Um, that I think we'll see more playing time, especially since Tavares Daniels is qu- – actually, you know what? This is a cheap plug, but I get sent the injury reports every day from practice. So, I, uh, if you give me a second to put that up there. The one and only yeah. shout-out to Chris Balanovich. He's the guy responsible for getting the pass. Right. Um, so, for today, let's see, wide receiver. Because Curly
2: right Giddens is their, is their wide receiver one. Yes. So, so, I mean, like, that's that's going to be the main option.
3: So, Daniels did practice, but DeMonte Coxie didn't practice. That's something to watch out for. So, if you want to look for an Argonaut that's kind of underrated to have a big game, go for a guy like Deshaun Brissett. He had an amazing catch against Calgary and even still against okay, Calgary Hamilton. But then Curly, Curly someone who was hurt at the beginning of the year. He's finally mm-hmm. getting going and he's finally getting in rhythm. Uh, like I said, too, like, the coach didn't what he wanted to plug and play Curly. He, his manager was to get Curly involved in the offense and that's what he's doing. And the other guy too, you can't rule out. I know you like to say Andrew Harris, but AJ, AJ Olette is a bowling ball out there. He just goes in, he will run you down. He looks like the meanest motherfucker you see out there. I've seen him just like, he has that look on his face where he looks like if you approach him, he's going to like, just be like, like
2: run you the fuck over. Yeah.
3: With your, with his eyes, like he's going to peer, like stare through your soul (laughs) But Fucking laser beams, yeah. yeah, But in all yeah, honesty, yeah, yeah. all these guys are very nice and very approachable. And I think with Ottawa, though, we got to explore more of the pass defense than mm-hmm. the run defense because they're going to expect the run. But if Chad gets going, the, the pass game is lethal. I saw it firsthand against Hamilton. That's the thing. Like, they Curly was balling in that game, Brissett was balling in that game, DeVaris Daniels. They were just, like, if Chad gets going, it's a watch-out moment. And even still, the other very underrated part about this team is Javon Leak running the ball. Two weeks ago against Halifax, I made a bet because they had a pick-six callback against Hamilton, plus 270 mm-hmm. of a defensive or special teams touchdown, it hit in the first quarter. So Javon Leak, when in space, you give him space, he's going to find the end zone. Absolutely.
2: I, uh, I I definitely agree, man. And, you know, I think four and a half here is a steal. Um, so being able to take that as opposed to something like 10 and a half, even ten and a half. I know that we're pretty confident that that would hit. Uh, but I mean, you're going to take you're going to take four and a half on the spread as well. So make sure you lock that in again. Uh, best odds out there are on BetMGM. And then we're going to go over to my pick over here as well. Uh, this is something we were chatting about earlier today. We're going to go over 41 and a half points. Uh, best odds again are on BetMGM. Uh, you were saying that you saw the over at, what, 44 and a half or, or uh, 46 and a half, um, something around there. Anyways, 40, 40 and a half, 46. So 41 and a half, obviously, saving you some points there. Um, I've seen some books have it at 48. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of tough to go whether or not you go over or under on that. But 41 and a half, feel pretty confident about that. Again, like I mentioned, look, the Argos average about 32 points. A game and uh the red flags average about 22 a game so i mean if that is you know any sort of telltale sign i think the over is something that we uh definitely are gonna uh you know throw throw a couple bucks down on as well um and i mean look i mean it's i i, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't take that over do you agree that, that, that's
3: that's just it the over of the argos hasn't hit i think in last week Last week, besides that, it's pretty much hit every single game that they
2: have played. I was looking back, and I was looking at the track record. It was just that, you know, the one loss they had last week. So, I mean, (laughs) you got to be able to trust it, you know? So, um Yeah. So again, when it comes to the over 41 and a half uh, best odds that we found out there, we're on BetMGM. One more time, Griff from Cryer Media and YWC Football Talk. My man, so stoked to be working with you again this weekend, man. It's uh, going to be a time. It's going to be a time. So if you're at the game, look out for us. We're going to be out there. We're going to be out and about uh, shaking hands and kissing babies' foreheads. It's going to be great. Uh, But yeah, other than that, make sure you like, share, subscribe. All the rest. Thank you so much again one more time for Griff jumping on the show. Uh, Look forward to seeing you on Sunday, my man. And uh, uh, for the rest of you guys, see you next week as well. Cheers. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Do.
0: Did